This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome to the show. Bill Ryder with you. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. We need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it. Rocket can. Uh, don't want to get the hopes up of fans of the Washington Commanders. We're monitoring a story that has been reported by Mike Ozanian at Forbes, writing for Forbes, about 18 minutes ago, in which he is claiming, he is reporting at Forbes, that Dan Snyder has hired a Bank of America to sell the Washington Commanders. That has not been confirmed or reported by any of the legitimate NFL newsbreakers who are out there. Don't know if it's true. We do know it's circulating. Wanted to let you know. We'll give you more info as we have it. Until then, before then, let's go to our guy, Kurt Heelan. Pro basketball talk, NBA insider, NBA guru, fellow Southern Californian. I don't even know if that's a term. Mr. Heelan, good morning. Good morning, sir. I, I think if we pool our money together, we have a really good shot at getting the commanders. I think I think together we can. We, we've got plenty. You mean a single seat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think we get that, do we? Yeah, a single. Um, all right, let's. So I guess well, some of this is is is, is pretty. You know, what we have to talk about today, Kurt Heelan's pr- pretty ugly. I find I usually just ask questions, but I find Kyrie Irving's post now taken down, but to be to be anti-Semitic and to be absolutely unacceptable, I think, personally, that the Players Association, the NBA, and the Nets' response is well short of what should have happened. I think Myers Leonard's a pretty good reminder of of um, consequences for people who aren't as good at basketball as Kyrie Irving. For you, how, what do you... I know we have to get into Steve Nash and Ime Odoka, but what do you make of this, this uh, Kyrie Irving saga that's been unfolding since, what, last Thursday? I think you can hit the nail on the head, which is if Kyrie Irving is Myers Leonard is the example of what should have happened for people who don't know. I'm sure you talked about it, but suspended from team activity, $50,000 fine, um, had to go to sensitivity training. Like the heat stepped in and, and there's a sizable Jewish community and fan base in Miami of, of for the heat. They made no mistake where they stood. Kyrie Irving's better at basketball, and the Nets are kind of wishy-washy sometimes. I don't know. It's just, what is the culture of this franchise? What are they standing for? And by the way, not just on this. It's, it's, it's Kyrie Irving has to get vaccinated or he can't be with the team. Oh, wait, Kevin Durant wants him back? Yeah, okay, come on. You can play on the road games. Like, it is this way all the time with this organization, and then you can list a few more spots. It's, I don't know who they want to be aspirationally and who they are in practice because they've leaned heavily into a star culture is are two different things. And, and right now they're stuck. Talking to uh, Kurt Heelan here on the show. Kurt, let's go. Let's, let's take Steve Nash and Adoko, you know, one at a time. Let's, let's start with Steve Nash. I'm just going to posit you my theory on Steve Nash and please like agree, disagree. Tell me why I'm wrong. 
I actually don't think I know if Steve Nash is a good head coach or not. It reminds me in a more dysfunctional way of trying to analyze Ty Lue back when he was LeBron's coach. Like I know there are things you could pick out, but that was a LeBron James-led team. That was a LeBron James-led culture. The same seems true in, in Brooklyn. Are you confident, because I'm not, that there's going to be any decisive change in the removal of Steve Nash, that he is a big part of what was wrong in Brooklyn? For the record, I think Ty Lue has become a better coach. I don't know that he was a great coach when he took over. Um, that's pretty much the nature of the business, though, right? You get better doing stuff the longer you do it. Um, there are a lot of people around the league. You've talked to them. I'm sure, Bill, I've certainly talked to them who don't think Steve Nash is a good coach. But we'll say in the same breath, this isn't on him. Like, I, He's a good enough coach that if things were functional there, he, he might have done a better job. We'll, he never, I, I agree in the sense he never got tested. We don't know. Like, he's never had the full team. He was never fully in control. He couldn't quite get the buy in he needed. But I don't, you know, resurrect John Wooden, and I don't know that you get the buy in you need with this roster. Like, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what does. So, I, I'm with you. I'm kind of the books out, but I'll ask you do you even think he's going to coach again? My, my guess is he just goes back to consulting and, and, playing beach volleyball in Manhattan Beach down out here with us. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I was having, I was texting some people from, from the league about this. And you're right. Like, mo, you're, you're 100% right, Kurt Heelan. Most people you talk to in executive offices out there, the answer is he hasn't done a very good job, but it's not his fault. And just for me, and I know that's all true. It reminds me of a quarterback who has maybe has potential and gets put in the worst Cleveland Browns, right? Goes to Cleveland Browns. It just seems like he was set up to fail, that there was never a chance that he was going to be successful. And not to name drop, Kurt, because I live in a shack. I live in a, I live in a hovel. Steve lives, dude, like I, I saw him every day when he lived here. He lives, he's my neighbor. He lives like seven houses down. And I'll tell you what, he looked a lot happier walking around the neighborhood than any moment I saw him as the, as the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Assuming he comes back here, I don't think he'll coach for a long time if he does at all. Yeah, I think that he'd be happier in a different situation. And honestly, I think if he really wanted to get back into coaching, he'd have to go through the assistant ranks. I think he wants to do that. I agree. And by the way, Ty Lue, it's an imperfect comparison by me because Ty Lue did go through the assistant ranks. And, and, and yep. not, you know, Ty, Ty Lue doesn't have the wealth that Steve Nash has, and wealth allows you not to sometimes have to go through the things that maybe make you better at these jobs, right? It's, this stuff is complicated. I'm talking to Kurt Heelan here on the show. Kurt Imeadoka is clearly a very talented head coach. Uh, obviously, there's a history with him and, and um, Durant and Irving, so that's been somewhat, to whatever degree you can, litmus tested from his time on Steve Nash's staff. He also is suspended for a reason in Boston, and presumably most people I've talked to, I'm sure you too, did not think he would coach again with the Boston Celtics. What do you make of this decision by the Nets to turn to Imeadoka? Apparently, we just don't care about bad PR. I, I just—he might be good for the job, and this is. Let's let's be honest. This is what Kevin Durant wants, right? This is not happening if this isn't what Kevin Durant wants to happen in this case, because. Bill, what is what is your message to the women in your organization if you just bring him in two months after he was suspended for? How should we say this? I, I imagine you are in the same boat I do. I have pieces of the puzzle. I don't have the puzzle. Right. I haven't heard anything. But I, I'm with you. I would be. Sh I was shocked that somebody was bringing him back. Anybody was bringing him back this year. 
But that might, again, speak to the desperation the Nets are in. They have tried so hard to build this player-friendly championship culture, and they're just willing to do anything now at this point to try to salvage that and to try to win. And, okay, this the, uh, the second part of that question, though, Bill, is if they do go that route, and there should be backlash and there should be all sorts of interest, Udoka's now got to answer hard questions. And on top of all that, Bill, how big a difference does it make? Yeah, I I, 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 I hate to admit this because I don't want to give. I'm not rooting for the Brooklyn Nets, Kurt. I'm just going to say. I mean, I'm going to say that out loud. I hope they lose every game for the rest of the year for all the reasons that, that are obvious. But if they actually put some effort in, and I think he's a good coach, I don't. I don't believe in the Brooklyn Nets. It doesn't matter who you you brought up bringing back. You know, resurrecting John Wooden. I don't believe in the Brooklyn Nets in any scenario. But if I'm going to be wrong, and it happens all the time, right? I think Ime Odoka could be the guy that could make me wrong. I mean, I think he's a good coach, and I think if anybody can make it work, he seems to me, Kurt, to check all the boxes. Because I think you said it, Durant obviously signed off on this. This is Durant's decision, and Durant's already been coached to a degree by the guy, so presumably they know what they're getting themselves into. Yeah, and, and he might. Look, he did this last year. This was it. How long did it take the, the Celtics to buy into what he was selling? Granted, there were personnel moves at the deadline, the, the, you know, the promotion of Robert Williams to starting center, the underrated, if you talk to some people, removal of Dennis Schroeder from the rotation and then the team with a trade. Um, they, they shifted how they were doing things, and that helped do this. But eventually they bought into what he was selling. I think that there are bigger structural problems with – Nick Claxton is your center, and behind him is a guy like – Right. They, they, they just don't have enough. Well, if you watch the game last night, down the stretch, it's Kevin Durant on Vucevic. And because that's the only seven-footer they've got who can really match up. And Kevin Durant fights hard. He does try to defend. He play, Kevin Durant plays hard every time he's, you know, on, well, most of the time he's on the floor. He, he is a brilliant player. If he, he can maybe guard Vucevic, but there are a whole lot of centers in this league and a whole lot of seven-footers. He coming close to and I just don't think their defense is good enough I don't think their depth is good enough um up front I just don't think they're going to get stops when it matters so I don't think it without roster changes I don't think it really matters whether Udoka is the coach or Steve Nash they might be better but I don't think they're they're not who they think they are so all of that is true and there is this thing called a general manager, as you know, where there's a person whose job it is to construct a roster, decide who the coach should be. I like Sean Marks, right? I, but what does that have to do with anything, including the you know the price of tea in, in, in anywhere? Why does Sean Marks continue, do you think, to not face consequences for a team that's clearly underachieved and a, a team, as you just walked us through, Kurt Hillen, that I, that I think, I think most people think, is going to continue to underachieve? I, I think he deserves credit for build, getting them out of – remember the job he took over post-Billy King. That was a yep. a terrible roster with no picks, right? With like no – there was no future prospects. And he goes out and finds the Spencer Dinwiddies and, and um, just finds guys off the – you know, that they eventually turn into other players or trade – built a team up with picks and fines that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, Joe Harris, you know, guys that, Hey, I want to come play with those guys. He deserves credit for that build. That was a hard part of the job. 
but I don't know that he's managed the. All right, now we've got Kevin Durant. What do we do? Part of the sh- part of the show very well. Yeah, look, I'm with you. Like, and I think both can be true. He did an amazing job. It's amazing. And then he traded it all away for Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving in a three-ring circus, at least for me. I mean, I know this stuff's complicated. Kurt, that's, you know, I, I, look, that, 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 but that's an ownership call, right? Like, I don't think that that's – not that Sean Marks wouldn't have done it, but that, that whole – that all comes from above. Yeah, but at a certain point, like, you, you are – you're right. And, like, there are, there are comparisons in other sports. Dave Roberts, Dodgers fans will jump out of their seats and, you know, be like, everything he's accused of is actually an Andrew Friedman call. But at a certain point – if you're the GM, you got to. And I used to say this about Presti. I think you got to. You got to manage your owner. I mean, just I think that's part of the job, fair or, or not. Absolutely. Fair. Kurt Heelan on um, on the program. Uh, Kurt, real quick before we run out of time, some actual basketball, basketball that isn't the Nets. What's going on with the Warriors? What is this an easy fix? Is this connected to Draymond Green, Jordan Poole? Is this just a matter of there's there's no depth now outside of Steph? What what do you make? I know it's early, but of a Warriors team that's been underwhelming. I think it's a lot of it's the depth issue and Jonathan look they leaned into Jonathan Kaminga, Jonathan Wiseman, uh, Moody. Well, Moody's been good. I don't want to knock him too much. Like they've leaned into the youth to take over the roles that Otto Porter played and Gary Payton the second played last year, and they just haven't lived up to it. They are also along with the Clippers. I don't think I've seen or talked around a team that was more like it's a marathon, man. Like I just like they're just not stressing. It's it when we're on November second. They're just not stressing about it yet, um, and I think they'll be fine. It's Steph Curry's still playing out of his mind. Clay's not all the way back. I'm not worried about the Warriors. Um, I, I I don't. They're playing a long game, and it's a long season. Are the Jazz going to win? Last one, seventy games, sixty-five games. <laughs> <laughs> what what do we do? What do we make of this? I I don't know. Like four days ago, I was like, well, here comes the turnaround. They got back-to-back against, you know, two games in a home-at-home against uh, against the Grizzlies. That'll be the turning point. And then they win both of them. So, I, I don't know. I, at what point did Danny Ainge freak out and trade everybody? Soon. This is not what we'll, This is not the plan. Oh, funny stuff. Uh, Kurt Heelan, uh, good, to, um, good to hear your voice. My niece, who lives in Germany, is thinking about, looking at some colleges in your neck of the woods. I don't know which ones yet, but I'm going to find out, and when I do, I'm going to call you and get a scouting report. Um, I'd be happy to. I'm, I'm off to Santa Barbara this weekend for my daughter's uh, parents' weekend. So basically the best part of having a daughter in Santa Barbara is, 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 is it's an excuse to go to Santa Barbara, man. So my daughter is going to be in high school next year. We went to the high school open house, and it really freaked me out because, you know, when you have a daughter, it's always your little girl, and she's still, you know, sort of a kid, kind of. But there are these dudes – these dudes who are, you know, they have high school kids presenting, and they're like, hello, I'm Steve. And like, full beard, 6'8", you know, muscular. <laughs> I'm a sophomore. I'm like, what? You can't walk the yeah. halls with my little girl. It's crazy, bro. That The world moves fast. The world comes at you fast. Uh, my daughter was, my high school freshman daughter was a, quote-unquote, sexy pirate we'll go with for, for Halloween, and mm. I am... It disturbed the heck out of me. So I'm, I'm just not there. I'm not run with you. I'm not ready for this. My daughter would be a quote unquote literally grounded pirate. So that's. <laughs> that's I hate you. That's fine. Um, all right, Kurt Eelan. Good stuff, buddy. Thanks for uh, thanks for being on the show. Take care, buddy. All right, pal. Uh, Kurt Eelan, NBC Sports Pro Basketball Talk on 
the program. Um, this is real, by the way. We've now got a statement. Adam Schefter has put it out from the commanders. The commanders owner, Dan Snyder, he has hired Bank of America to look into a sale. Congratulations, commanders fans. I am sorry, whatever sports team he takes the money to use and buy that team. I'm, wow. Huge news. I mean, this actually, the commanders could be good in a couple years now. This I'm being so 100%. 100% serious, Diesel. Am I hanging on the word to explore transactions? Like, it doesn't seem like he's fully there yet. I think if you're looking to make three or four or five or six billion dollars and you're being forced to sell either through your own decision making or the NFL's pressure, and I'm sure that's what it is, he miscalculated. His threats that are alleged against NFL owners, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're, I've watched enough Sopranos to know, it doesn't matter if you're a mafia boss. You threaten every other mafia boss, you're going to get got, okay? You're going to get get Joe Pesci in, in, in an empty room with an old blank. That's the last thing you're, oh, and then it's over. So I think he's. I think it's over. But I think you, to drive the price up, you don't say, I really don't want to sell, but I'm forced to. You say, eh, maybe, and you just drive the price up. <sighs> Crazy stuff. We'll get into this and buy or sell and more talk about the commanders. Again, Dan Snyder hiring Bank of America to sell the commanders. Hey, by the way, has anyone ever liked Bank of America more? And I'm not taking shots at Bank of America. I'm just saying this is the best. You're the bank that helps commanders fans get rid of Dan Snyder. How many new customers are you going to get? We'll do it for free, Dan. We'll do it for free. All right, 855-212-4CBS. If you want to call, Tom loves answering phones. 855-212-4CBS. More in the commanders, uh, hopefully changing owners soon. And some buyer sell next on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you. As we just told you, we got a little uh, breaking news. I love that sound. Schefter has confirmed the report that Forbes broke. Dan Snyder has hired Bank of America to look into, and I would imagine eventually facilitate the sale of that organization. I'm going to blow your mind 
with a potential owner, Diesel. And bogus if he's here. Are you ready? I'm ready. Give it to me. I think that the NFL would welcome. I think that they need. I think it would be imperative for the NFL to have some diversity in its ownership ranks. I, I think that would be a very, very excellent outcome for the NFL in terms of that a different kind of voice being to those meetings and just the optics for the NFL. I think it'd be great. LeBron James. He's got the money. He loves attention. He just floated that he gave up the Cowboys, went to the Browns, needs a team. What better way to select a new team than to buy one? We've seen Patrick Mahomes already have some ownership stakes in some local Kansas City teams. I'm being serious. Why not LeBron James as the principal owner of the Washington command, people would freak out. But still, can he be the principal owner while still playing for the Los Angeles Lakers? I know Mahomes; he has a you know a, yeah. a small stake. I, you don't think that Why would not? bother some people that he's still playing in another league? I mean, other owners run other businesses that, right? I would imagine, in some ways, theoretically, compete with the NFL. You got to spend your money on this or that. Bogus. To quote Jerry Maguire, I want you to p- picture me holding a fish. Who's coming with me? Uh, I don't like fish, but where, so where, where are we going in general? LeBron James as the owner of the Washington Commanders. Welcome to the show, Bogey. No, no, no. I, I heard that part. I have my response ready for that part. I just didn't know that was the question. Who's um, coming with me? So I don't think LeBron can go with you because the thing I just saw was that the, red, the, that the Commanders are worth $4.7 billion, yeah, wow. which LeBron doesn't have. No, he'd have to be like the principal owner He'd only put in a couple hundred million himself and have to raise the money as the face of the thing. Yeah. Um, I like it in general. I just don't want to turn the good news of Dan Snyder possibly right. being out. Into He's not going with you. He's not going. People hating He's on not LeBron. Going I'm not going with you. I need you to Renee Zegwiller with me. I need you to, platonically. You didn't get have me at LeBron. I'm sorry. The, um, the, Jerry Maguire house where she lived is I just found this out last year is is three blocks from me. I walk by it and I go, oh, I'm look where is Jerry there? Is Jerry in the window? It looks just like it too. It is amazing news for the commanders. It's outstanding it's outstanding news. I mean, it's basically a welcome back moment to the NFL. I mean, that's how I feel about it. Like this solves so many problems for them. Yeah. And I I've already seen it out there in my buddy. I have so many friends who are do you ever have like random social groups where they just they cluster in random parts of the country you're not from? I have a bunch of buddies from Texas and I have a bunch of buddies from West Virginia and sort of around DC area that are that are Commanders fans. And people are mad that he's, you know, Dan Snyder's going to make 3 or 5 or 6 billion dollars. But I got no issue with that. I, he owns the asset. It's his being an unlikable person does not mean you don't get to make a living, right? I Just good riddance. He was already rich before. I don't care. Make your money. Get out of here. Go away. It's tough who's to have a, Yeah, it's tough to have a problem with that. Bogus, we got another phone call last hour. That I didn't hear. Shocking. It's the most phone calls we've had in a while. And the, nobody said anything bad about me yet again. Right. I mean, the bigger question is, though, it, two phone calls I got through, how many... Yeah called and were not picked up or didn't connect or I actually got a compliment from that last caller. Thank you for screening the call, and he's already been on the show previously. Sure, but he doesn't know what your efficiency rating is. He doesn't. And And you know what? Neither do you. That's my concern. Um, A a pessimist 
you know, a glass half full kind of person, unlike myself. Like if you were in my chair, Tiso, you might wonder. Interesting that the calls are coming on the air on the day that that we we poke funny if we're not freeing the calls. Now that's that's not fair, but I'm just saying that someone might see it as correlated. Well, I don't know if we've poked fun more so that we've harped on is Diesel doing his job properly, and then everyone wants to call in to see if Diesel is in fact doing his job. I just I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow. Eight five five two one two four CBS. It's kind of late. We're a little late in the game here, but it's exciting. Who's coming with? Who's coming with me for buy or sell? Now I'm with you. Yeah. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Let me just jump in because we have lots of time and ask Bogus a quick question. We have lots of time. Let me be Mr. Exactitude Guy. How do we feel about the guy with the voice who does that? The biggest issues in the world of sports. Buy or sell, that is an accurate depiction of buy or sell. Sell. Yeah. Sell. We're like, now it's time for Bill to talk about the things he didn't get to in the previous hour and a half. Buy. Thank you. Buy. All right, Blue Shirt Brother. I'm okay Blues piling brother. on there because I did not write the script for that recording for the big voice guy, so I'm okay. If you don't like it, I'm on board with that. I like it. I'm just not sure it's, you know. Who are we throwing under the bus for that one, Stu? I'm not saying Adam Klug. What are you talking? Just let's just not even worry about it. better. <laughs> what the bleep? How the bleep should I know? Okay. <laughs> All right. It was a busy day. <laughs> NFL trade line day yesterday, and a move that may have flown under the radar: the Jaguars trading for suspended Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley. However, there's more to the trade than meets the eye because, as we know, Ridley is suspended for gambling on the Falcons last season. But Ridley's specific bet was gambling on the Falcons to cover against the Jaguars, his new team. Buy or sell the irony of this trade. Oh, buy. I, lo- I love it. Buy. I also think, in the, and we talked about the Bears trade earlier for, for Claypool, there's obviously the NFL is a copycat league, and wide receivers have had a huge impact, positively and negatively, their arrival, their, their uh, departure on various teams of note. The Dolphins being one of the primary examples. So I understand why people are just looking to the future and going for it. Let me ask you a question, Bogus. Just buy or sell the expression more than meets the eye. I'll buy it. Yeah. Buy. Oh, it seems, seems like accurate, right? Partly because it reminds me of the Transformers, which I loved growing up. I, Optimus Prime. And there yeah. was some darkness to those cartoons. Remember, like, he got destroyed in one? Did he die? I believe he did die. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa, I'm... Eight grappling with mortality. Right. Are we in on the turn into monsters? Are we in on the Transformers movies? <sighs> They're I very was, complicated. Yeah. You're not. Ta- you're talking about the ones by Michael Bay. Correct. No Bay. <laughs> Bye. I mean, Shia LaBeouf's a tough watch. Megan Fox isn't, and there's a there's a lot going on there. Megan Fox was not a tough watch then. Correct. Yeah. There's a lot of... I'm not... I don't... Yeah. It's gotten yeah. weird. It's gotten weird. It's yeah. gotten weird. Yeah. Speaking of getting weird... Yeah, the right. New, the New York Giants general manager, <laughs> Joe Shane, spoke yesterday about a possible reunion with free agent wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. He's been a good player. He's a guy, you know, we would consider and talk to um, when he's healthy. Uh, I think he did the ACL in, in February, so... 
Um, not sure really where he is, um, you know, physically. But yeah, any player that uh, upgrade the roster, we're going we're gonna to consider and have conversations with their representatives. Buyer saw that once OBJ is healthy, he would be a fit with the New York Giants. I mean, I'm going to turn. I have a thought on this, but I'm going to turn to the resident Giants fan who has more expertise and emotional connection to this than, than I do. He's the Blues cousin because he's wearing blue sleeves. You and I are blue brothers. We're both wearing blue shirts. Blue cousin. Blues cousin. Doesn't work. Mr. Bogish. Uh, thank you for the floor. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> much like Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox and Transformers, uh, it's very conflicting here because I was over Odell. And Odell signifies a bad time in Giants history. But we're sitting here on November 2nd, and the Giants have six wins? And they need a wide wide receiver? And if they get a wide receiver that's useful, maybe they get ten wins? And then they're in the playoffs? And then who knows what happens? It's It's not plan A, B, or C. And he's coming off a torn ACL, so how good can he actually be? But they have played themselves into position to take this gamble. Buy. That's what I thought I heard. Let me ask you a question. Totally unrelated, of course. Buy or sell that enough second enough mar- second marriages where people remarry people they divorce work that it can be a good idea. You I'm going to remarry people that are remarrying people that got divorced. Yeah, from. I'm going to sell because I have no sell. idea how Feels often similar. that happens. I know people who have done that. I don't think I do. I don't either. You will one day. But I don't know a lot of people, so. <laughs> you will one day? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. No, he's going to meet somebody when he leaves his house for well, dinner. That, when, he, when he answers the phones, <laughs> when he finally starts answering the phones. Come into the big city. You'll meet them all. You'll meet them all. Oh. No matter what man. I do. No matter what I do. It's You're always- right. That was unnecessary of me. It's I more apologize. About what you don't do, but that's, we don't. We don't need to get. I also enjoyed sending that to you last night, and you just what you thought I was going to forget about the text message like this morning. No response. Oh, I mean, I was I was long asleep. You sent that way past my bedtime. Yeah, it was like nine o'clock your time. All right, let's get to some hoops here. We mentioned this last segment. The Oklahoma, the Oklahoma, the Golden State Warriors are off to a slow start this season after losing to Miami last night. The defending champs are now three and five to start the year. Golden State is allowing, get this, 121 points per game so far. Buy or sell the Warriors start to the season is concerning. So, yeah, their defense is terrible. I'm, I'm going to... I'll, I'll moderately buy it. It's like Transformers. Buy. The wise man once said. It's very confusing. The Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf or LaBeouf? I go LaBeouf because it's funner. It's funner? More fun to say? I'm good with the it words. Is, it is the funner. Uh, Shia LaBeouf and, and Megan Fox and the stupid car. I hate that character. Bumblebee? Mm. Very similar to that. that What's very, there to hate about Bumblebee? He's annoying. He talks with songs. You can't befriend a, a teenage girl who doesn't look like a thirty-year-old, like you know, supermodel. Anyway, um, I, I think it's probably going to be fine. But the, the the worry about Clay Thompson being permanently less than he had been, the worry about Draymond Green 
having a similar issue. The worry about Draymond Green's effect on the team, punching Jordan Poole in the face. The worry about the Warriors making a leap of faith in a bunch of young players by a GM and Bob Myers, who I think is incredibly overrated. I just do. Um, I think Steph Curry makes up for a, a world of sins. I'll, I'll mildly buy a small level of concern. Buy. Uh, Let me ask. This is just non sequitur. I don't even care. Buy or sell bogus. I'm being serious that HBO should redo the last two seasons of Game of Thrones. Just redo them. I'll buy that for you. Right. Buy. Are you throwing your hands up? Where, like, did, where did that come from? Well, if you want to follow the tra- uh, the logic, I was thinking about whether Transformers movies could have been like really good in the hands of like Christopher Nolan. Then I was thinking about redoing things. Then I was thinking about House of the Dragon. Maybe I should watch it because Bogus recommended it on Shortest Reviews yesterday. Then I was thinking, I wonder if they'll ever remake House of Dragons. And I asked Andrew on the air randomly while you're talking about something else. You thought of that while dissecting the Warriors 3 and 5 start? My brain's weird, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's like Shia LaBeouf. It's really hard. (laughs) It's complicated. All right, let's get to some baseball here. In their Game 3 win over the Astros last night, the Phillies played long ball. Their five homers tied a World Series record for most in a single game. And what are we laughing at? What are we laughing at? Let's play long ball today. All all five homers came off of Houston starter Lance McCullers Jr. Buy or sell the Phillies will be able to count on the long ball. To win them the World Series, I, I'm, I'm not laughing at you at all. I just, I just. You've never the, heard the phrase "long ball." No, I've heard it. I just today, boys, we're gonna do. See, is we're gonna play long ball. <laughs> it was your delivery. It wasn't the term. <laughs> Last night, the Phillies played long ball. I don't even know. Did why. they now? They cracked the code. <laughs> don't, like I don't answer the phones. <laughs> my delivery stinks. My questions no, are terrible. No. We're happy. We liked your delivery. It was entertaining. Gosh, don't be so sensitive. You're wonderful, blue shirt brother. Come on, man. What was your question? Oh, they're going to play long ball. I'll buy. They'll keep cracking the code. Bye. Did you guys see, or Dan Orlovsky tweeted this out. Did you see John Smoltz called exactly how Bryce Harper, I missed it, call exactly how Bryce Harper was going to hit that home run? See, that's where I like amazing predictions because it was based on information that he had studied up on about the pitcher more so even than Bryce Harper. I don't like, we see this a lot in NFL broadcasts where they just predict and some of it's random. Some of it's based on what they think is actually going to happen based on tendencies. But last night I thought was just brilliant. That was brilliant by John Smoltz. Yeah. Smoltz basically called it that that, that Harper was going to sit on a breaking ball because of the patterns of the pitcher. And then he had a real chance to hit a home run. Right. And then, and Orlowski tweeted out. I was like, taped it, TVO'd it, and I watched it six times. It was, I mean, either Smoltz is brilliant or we're in a simulation. It was absolutely incredible. It was like a Transformer moment. Bye. <laughs> you know what we're going to do today, See, We're going to play long ball. Boys, we went long <laughs> last night. Today's a short ball day. <laughs> Ooh, let's try short ball. Game, Game four is ours. When they think you're going long, we go short. It's the old zig you zag. But instead of zig and zag, it's long and short. <laughs> Heard it on Phil Biter's show. All right. You guys done? You good? For now. Anything else? I'm never going to be done. All right, let's finish up with one more baseball one. Has nothing to do with the long ball. Long ball. Oh, I don't think. Nolan Arenado made it a perfect 10 for 10 yesterday. 10 seasons in the majors and 10 gold gloves at third base. 
Earlier this week, Arenado announced that he would be opting into his deal with the St. Louis Cardinals now with five years, $144 million left on his deal. Buy or sell that Nolan Arenado is the most underappreciated superstar in baseball. Oh, man. Underappreciated? 10 for 10. Gold gloves. I didn't know that. That's that's pretty shocking. Anybody bogus or decel you want to put into the mix before I... Uh, is there anyone I should be? I think maybe if, if you're going to pick somebody else, I think it might be his teammate, Goldschmidt. Man, you know your long ball, Diesel. This is a good long question. Ball. Good suggestions. You're playing long ball right now. I don't like you either are, of you. Either you of you. You are playing. Diesel, you've mastered long ball. Good for you. I'm going to buy it because Me I'm too. on the Diesel train. Bye. You came up with this question because you saw. You saw a lack of appreciation, something you can relate to. Because <laughs> you watch so much long ball, and then no one goes, look how good no one is at catching the ball, and you're like, he's underappreciated. Here's a question. Yeah, long ball. I'm not showing up tomorrow. I'm not coming in. Empty threats. Yeah, that is an empty threat. Oh, he does. There's no, no more buy or sell? Uh, that's the hump day edition of buy or sell for this week. Okay. Long ball. I long love segment. <laughs> yeah, this segment's always a long segment. Decel, when would you like to do Decel Appreciation Day? Let's get it on the calendar. When do you want to do it? Uh, I think it should be a Friday show. Okay, let's let's plan. Let's talk. we'll do some we'll do some imaging. The problem is you'll have to do you'll have to get the imaging done. Ah, not a big fan of doing the extra work outside the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow is right. We're all being honest, right? We're all being honest? Yeah, no, you are being honest. It's it's like I respect it. Uh let's do choose let's do G.I. Joe. We went from Transformers, now we'll do G.I. Joe, choose your own adventure. I used to read those books as a kid. Do you want to talk commanders or more nets? Which page do you want to turn to? Uh I think the commanders uh okay. intrigues me more now. Um Tom DeCelestino would like to talk more about Dan Snyder selling the Commanders. We're going to turn to page 58 to find out what happens after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from a befuddled Andrew Bogish. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 
You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. The very amused executive producer, Tom Pretty Daddy, to Celestino. Great news with the Commanders. Breaking news in the last hour. Dan Snyder has hired Bank of America to facilitate and look into to explore a sale of the Washington Commanders. Reed actually sell. Under a lot of pressure. Now, Disa, you asked me in the break, do I think Jim Ursay gets credit? Remember Ursay, you know what? Here's what Ursay said, the owner of the Colts, a few weeks ago about Mr. Snyder. You know, it's a difficult situation. Um, you know, I believe that there's merit to remove him as owner. I think it's something that uh, we have to review. We have to look at all the evidence, and we have to be thorough in going forward. But, um, you know, I think it's something that has to be given serious consideration to. Unfortunately, I believe that that's the road we probably need to go down, and we just need to finish the investigation. But it's gravely concerning to me um, the things that have occurred there over the last 20 years. You smartly asked me, Diesel, on the break if I think Jim Ursay gets some credit for the news today that Dan Snyder is selling the commanders. Can I give you my honest, slightly unkind toward Jim Ursay perspective? Please do. I've been in some meetings with some powerful people. My wife was a boss. I have a sense of what happens when certain people have the information. And if you have a group of people that have insider information, and one of them maybe isn't as sophisticated or, or thinking as clearly or as, I don't want to say the word bright, but whatever it is, as the rest of them, sometimes they'll share the information when they shouldn't. My read on Jim Irsay isn't he was leading the vanguard. It's in retrospect, he was a part of meetings in which NFL owners were taking steps internally to remove Dan Snyder or pressure Snyder to sell. And you listen to that clip and you hear, I, you know, I think that there's might be call. I think there might be a reason. I think he's actually quoting people who might be a little more able in those situations to come to those conclusions. He's, I think Ursay gave us some insight in retrospect what the NFL, a big swath of NFL owners, were actually thinking. And that is why, because around the same time, there were reports that Dan Snyder was in effect saying to, to the NFL and its owners, you take me out, I'll take you, you know, I'll take you down, allegedly. Whatever the reason, it is a wonderful day for the commanders. And I think sometimes we don't understand and appreciate the cultural rot that comes from above and the immediate sometimes change that can happen when you get rid of the wrong owner. The Dodgers changed ownership a decade ago, and they've had nothing but success since then. The Mets' ownership change, I think, Diesel, despite the brutality of how their season ended, was really important in the very short term. Sometimes it takes longer. Clark Hunt, his dad Lamar was an amazing owner, but that organization had kind of, you know, it had atrophied a little bit. Clark took over in, oh man, 2000 and, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. It took him a few years to figure it out. Uh, whether it's immediate, I think it will be, or it's long term, as long as you don't sell it to someone who's like Dan Snyder, I think this is huge for the commanders, and I think you can see that organization very quickly become competitive. Because we've seen that happen in the National Football League. Jeff Bezos is interesting because he owns the Washington Post, so he's got connections. Some folks are joking about Elon Musk. Speaking of Elon Musk, I, I meant to ask this of Kurt Heelan. Are you going to pay $8 to get the blue check mark on Twitter? I'm not. Uh, I don't have it right now. 
So I don't think I'm going to pay $8 a month. No, um, I take it you're not going to? I have it. But if every single person can have it, I don't, what's the value of it? I don't understand the value. It's also going to make getting news yes. much more difficult to know what's true and what's not true. No? 100%. I thought about you in that respect because your job sometimes when I'm on the air is to get me information and make sure it's wrong. Or right, make sure it's wrong. If it's if it's, <laughs> if it's wrong, that was Brodian. Tell me if what you really think about me. If it's wrong, if it's wrong, I look like an idiot, but you get in trouble, right? That's kind of the. That's kind of, <laughs> yeah, the blue check mark is the quickest way. To be like, oh, is this a fake Woj account? It's going to happen a lot more. I was more telling you what I think you're going to do to me for punishment of giving you a hard time. Yeah, maybe I'll actually get some stuff right now. No, Bill, trust me. It's totally verified. You should go with it. Okay, thanks, man. Hello, I'm Bill. My career is now over. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Dennis Dodd with four O's. I think it's it's real. <laughs> I'm not paying for the blue. I'm not paying for the blue check mark. I'm not sure like I'm Stephen King. I'm not sure I'm, I'm gone like Enron, as that storied author Said Elon Musk in a Twitter change, but but I'm not paying for the blue check mark. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Kurt Heelan. Thank you to Tom Celestino. Thank you to all the callers who called in. Thank you to Bogus. Appreciate you. See you tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.